Hi, I'm Mystic, aka Cynthia, the Gabby and Spontaneous F-bomb-dropping Virgo who likes to sort socks. And I'm Mind Power, Michelle, the highly inquisitive, science-loving hypnotherapist who reads and walks a whole lot. You're, You're listening, listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Mystic. We are wildly curious and we want to talk about how spirit meets business, how self-expansion meets love, and how relationships meet life's true purpose. Because it's our belief that there are invisible cosmic forces tying things together. My passion is for the powers of the mind, human nature, and the development of inner strength. I help people transform by investigating their subconscious and reframing or rewriting their internal thinking. My get-off is helping people discover their cosmic irony, where their biggest fear is actually their greatest strength. By uncovering these things, they can revolutionize what they do and how they do it. We want to share how people grow and become bigger, more integrated, more fulfilled, more passionate and inspired in their life's journey. Listen in as we explore transformations, shifts, and finding the ahas while making space for serendipity, the unknown, and magic. Follow us and expand your sense of what's possible. And have fun along the way. Dive in and see how Mind Power meets Mystic. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. I'm Michelle Walters, the Mind Power Hypnotist Executive Coach part of the equation. And I'm here with my podcast co host, Cynthia Varkavisser, who is the mystic, intuitive, everything else part of the equation. And we are here today with Kelly Lynn Fox of Fearless Generations. Kelly is a coach and she's here to share all of her wonderful wisdom with us, including a number of details about her story and the various programs she has coming up. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I was super excited uh, when Michelle and I started making our list. We were, we were talking about having you on, having your mom on, having the two of you on together because you have so much to share from um, so many different perspectives. And um, I, I find your story fascinating and uh, could listen to you for hours and hours. So I will settle for 20 to 25 minutes today. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about Fearless Generations and um I'm, I'm having quite a day today and I'm doing whatever I can not to go to the whiny mode that Michelle knows so well. And, and I love that you have a no complaining workshop. So we don't have to talk about that, but I'd love to talk about fearless generations, where it comes from. And uh, yeah. And yeah. Give me a and about how you work with your mom, which we've brought up, but maybe many of yeah. our listeners don't know. So. Absolutely. So, um, Terry is my mom, and we both came to Fearless Living um, at different times. I came first. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think she did, but it was me. <laughs> and um, I got certified at the Fearless Living Institute in 2008. And then she got certified, I think, around 2010 or 2011. And we started working together doing our podcast uh, about nine years ago. And, um, we were trying to think of a name and I said, well, what about fearless generations? And, um, it stuck and that's, that's the name of our podcast. 
Um, and so Terry and I are very different coaches. Um, she has a very analytical type brain. I'm very feelings and emotions and, <laughs> uh, that side. Um, so we're a really great combination when we come together to coach, uh, because you get both sides of, of it and you get a perspective from the, you know, an older generation, um, as well as a younger generation. And I feel like we can kind of cover that generational gap because of our combined experience and uh, what we what we uh, do and what we're passionate about and all of that. So it's really fun. A lot of people love uh, our banter back and forth and how we interact with each other. And we love supporting women to, you know, figure out what it is that's holding them back, those fears that are stopping them from living the life that they want to live. And we help bridge them over to live that life that uh, to the fullest, to, to be who they want to be doing the things they want to do. Pretty fab, right? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it so very much. The thing that I loved about your podcast or and your workshops around it is that you had a theme a month. Yes. And and it was pretty comprehensive. And um, I would love to talk about month one because that's coming up pretty soon, right? For you. For uh, we, we start over in October. Mm. Um, every October we start. So we teach the 12 steps to freedom or the 12 principles of change. Um, they are fearless living um, information so that we did not create them. Um, but um the first step is awareness. So everything starts with becoming aware that something needs to change or, or you want something to change that you no longer like what's going on, um, that you see new possibilities. So it all starts with awareness. So awareness is step one. And then step two is a willingness. So now that you're aware, what are you willing to do? So that's, uh, that's how everything starts right now. Uh, we're in the month of surrender, which is step seven. And, um, a lot of people misunderstand surrender. It's actually a really good thing. It's a really powerful thing. <laughs> and, um, it has nothing to do with giving up or waving the white flag. It's about surrendering those misconceptions, those limiting beliefs, those, um, frustrations and expectations and just letting all of that crap that comes with fear go and trust and um, let what is going to be be and show up as your best self in those moments. Well, you know why I gave the thumbs down for those of you who don't have the video of this. It's mm -hmm. because that's where complaining lives, right? In the surrender I mean, it's, that's where it doesn't live. So yeah. this is not the month. This is not the month of complaining. So yeah, looking forward to May. What's for May? <laughs> Next month is possibilities. Step eight. Oh, I think we like that much better. <laughs> yes. Possibilities is a fun month. It, it's funny because every time this month comes around, it seems like so many possibilities show up. And I think it's because we're focused on it. 
all month long. And so we just, we become more aware of them or we just see them or we're manifesting them more or something. So the month of May is always exciting. (laughs) Well, I actually do love surrendering because what you're doing is that you're, you're actually clearing space, which is how you get to see the possibilities. And I interrupted Michelle. What were you going to say, Michelle? I was going to say, we want to hear Kelly's story. I've talked to Kelly a number of times, but I really haven't heard your story. So how did you, what sent you to the Fearless Living Center? What, what's, what brought you into this kind of work? Yeah. So, um, I've always been a really sensitive, over emotional, um, baby is what I was told when I was younger. And, um, when I was 19, I was diagnosed with depression, with clinical depression. And so I was always in this place of wanting something that was going to help therapy just didn't really do anything for me. My, my medication would, would work and then it would stop and then it would work and then it would stop. And so I'd go on and off. And then, um, you know, so I just really hadn't found anything that, uh, that helped me and definitely not long-term. So I, um, it actually, I found fearless living when I moved from uh, California to Georgia, um, I was seven months pregnant with my second child and um, I just moved. So I didn't have a job and I was about to have a baby. So there was no point in getting one. And um, I was watching TV and I watched this show called starting over. And the premise of the show Whereas two life coaches and a psychiatrist worked with women in a house on their problems in front of everyone. And I just thought that is so amazing that they could go on and they could show like their darkest, deepest crud and, and work on it and get better. And so they did a mall tour. It shows how old I am. They did a mall tour and I went And I joined this book group with women that I did not know. And I did not know how to get to where this book group was. Like it was a huge step out of my comfort zone to agree to this. But as I read this book and met with these women, I saw my life change. And I thought, okay, if this can change my life, if this can really affect the way I think about myself and the choices that I make, then this can really make a difference for anyone. And so I started working with a coach and doing all of the prerequisites to get into their coaching program. And, um, and I got certified in 2008. Um, I didn't, I didn't start a coaching practice at that time because I graduated a month after I had my third child. And since then I had three more. (laughs) Yes, you have quite the big family, Kelly. (laughs) I do. I have six kids and um, they're just starting to get to that point where they're all in school. And um, so I'm going to be ramping up um, my uh, coaching business even more. But as I said, we started the podcast nine years ago. Um, about six years ago, we started doing workshops, uh, Terry and I, um, and then when COVID hit, 
we had the opportunity to go virtual and do workshops. We started a 12 month group program. Um, we do six week group classes. So we were able to do a lot more because people were so much more willing <laughs> to get on Zoom and do a class, um, which wasn't something that was really done before. Right, right. Yeah, I was one of those odd people who was working online in 1999, <laughs> but most people didn't experience that until 2019, 2020, so. <laughs> yeah. The things I like is uh, you actually shifted Terry's perspective. Yeah. Because I remember saying, hearing Terry say, I got to see my daughter change right before my eyes. And um, what, what was it like? So a lot of times, of course, kids are our best teachers, but yeah. yours is pretty, it's pretty well stated, right? It's, it's pretty obvious. Um, how, how did you feel about leading your mom into this place? And then, and you're being the leader, right? Usually it's the parent that leads the child, but you were leading your mom. What was, what was that like? And you know, and then what was, what were the beginnings like of you two working together? Because I don't even want to know what it'd be like working with my kids, my daughters. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool. I mean, when I first started it, everyone was kind of leery because I'm the, I'm the, one of the youngest in my family. And so I'm kind of the one that gets made fun of, like I said before, the baby, I was told I was baby and over emotional. So when I started doing this, you know, everybody was kind of, not really sure what this was going to do. And I, but now everybody comes to me for advice. <laughs> they talk to me about, you know, big things going on in their life. They know I can handle it. They know I can give support. So that started um, with how I changed. And I think the thing my mom noticed the most was that I started to have a voice uh, because a lot of the times I would just be quiet. And if I spoke, I didn't even speak that that loud um, because I didn't think that anyone wanted to hear what I had to say, nor would trust what I had to say, nor would care what I had to say. Uh, so there wasn't really any point in speaking up. And so uh, if someone was mean to me or if someone was saying something I didn't agree with, I, I just stayed quiet. And when I started speaking up, I think was what really got her attention. Uh, sometimes she jokes around and says, Kelly, can you just be quiet again? And I said, nope, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that was probably one of the biggest, um, the big, biggest things that she noticed. Um, I mean, my confidence in myself and my abilities has grown uh, so much. Um, and she definitely sees that as well. Um, but she sees me coach and she sees the insights and the intuition and the learning that I've, that I've gained and, uh, she respects that. And that's really cool for me to have my mom respect something that I do, um, you know, something that I feel is like a part of me now and um, to have her 
um, even say that she thinks that I'm better at it than her, which there is no better at it than her, but, uh, we're, cause we're just different. We're just different coaches, but, um, but it's really cool. And I've gotten to witness her transformation as well. When I was younger, we did not get along. Um, my, my view of her was that I annoyed her and she didn't like being around me. <laughs> that's, so sad. That, that, that's not how she saw it. But that's how I saw it. That was my filter. And um, now we're, we talk almost every day. We're business partners. We go away a lot together because we go to conferences and, and workshops and retreats and all of this kind of stuff. So we travel together a lot. Um, we're almost like best friends. And that is not a relationship I ever thought I would have with my mother. Um, you know, she used to be, and she'll tell you this herself. She used to be a very angry person. And so the relationship that I can have with her now is just dramatically different than the one I would have had if she hadn't uh, done this work with me. Thank you, Kelly. I want to remind all of our listeners that they are listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic with Michelle Walters and Cynthia Varkavisser. Today, we are talking to Kelly Lynn Fox about her coaching and fearless generations practice. So Kelly, one of the things we want to hear about, I know Cynthia wants to hear about it today, is about this thing you do focused on no complaining, because we all know that there are plenty of days where things happen and all you want to do is complain. So can you tell us a little bit about what work it is you do in that, in that corner of things? Yeah, absolutely. So complaining is something that we're all familiar with. There is not one person, I don't care how virtuous they are, that doesn't know what complaining is and hasn't participated in it. <laughs> so complaining can be caused by a lot of different things, expectations not being met, frustrations, disappointments, um, things not going our way, right? Um and a way to get past complaining is by having a practice of gratitudes um, or gratitude. And so um, at Fearless Living, we have the practice of writing five gratitudes every day. Um, and what this does is it helps us to shift our, our, our filter. It helps us to shift the way that we see the world. We start to see the world for us. We start to see um, the good, all of the good things that are happening, and we let go of the others a little bit easier. And we do that by saying, today I am grateful for, and then we describe what we're grateful for. And the way we write gratitudes is that a gratitude is something that is outside of you. It's something that you had no control over. It just happened. So someone gave you something, someone served you somehow, or even the weather, right? Because you, we have no control over the weather. <laughs> so, um, and it's really, it's really powerful when you are really descriptive in a gratitude um, and uh, not only about what it is, but how it makes you feel. And we write them down because it anchors them. It gives them weight. And on those bad days, 
when we're frustrated and we are we are wanting to complain, we can go back and we can read them. And because they were so specific, it takes us directly back to that moment when we first wrote it down or we first experienced it. And so it helps us to shift again out of that wanting to complain into a feeling of gratitude. That's, I love that. I love that um, the outside of yourself, because I'm a fan of gratitudes too. And I can tell you my first seven are all the same and they are the things that I control, right? I'm always grateful for a bed to sleep in with a, you know, that that's covered by a roof. I'm always grateful that I've never missed a meal. I mean, never. I've had two meals, right? <laughs> um, sometimes. So, I mean, so like the first five are, are, you know, the things that, and, and I do believe that it's good to be grateful for them, but now I really have to not dig, but just be a little bit more aware. Um, yeah. And outside it's, yourself. Yeah. And you want to have, you want to try to have like five different things every day. So you wouldn't be grateful for the same thing every day. Um, but there are times that my gratitudes definitely repeat. Um, I'm grateful that my husband makes dinner a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful for cuddles with my six-year-old or the laughter of my 15-year-old because that doesn't happen very often. I am grateful for, you know, extremely long hugs from my 20-year-old. So um, there are things that repeat, but it's, um, it's usually something different and not necessarily those basic needs, though those are still good to have. Um, it's more of a specific um, act or a specific situation that occurred and how somebody else handled it and how you are grateful for the way that they handled it or you're grateful for the service you received or you're grateful for um you know, whatever is going on. Wow. Very cool. Very powerful. Yeah. And we do have a workshop that teaches all about gratitudes and um, it's called No Complaining. And um, we'll be doing it in June, I believe. Gotcha. But you do have something that's coming up before that, right? We do. We do. We do a free workshop every month, uh, and it's usually on the second Saturday um, of every month, and it's called What is Fear? And it's the it's a basic foundation look at fear. What is it? Why do we have it? How does it talk to us or affect us? Um, how does it affect our body? Um you know, all of those, those basic, that basic mm -hmm. knowledge of fear so that you can have that to jump off of when we teach you the other tools and strategies to deal with fear. Um, so a lot of people have a perception of fear that is not correct, I guess is the best way of saying it. Um, but uh, we try to teach them and up their awareness. All of our workshops are about upping your awareness so that it then gets to the point where are you willing to do something different? Right. Um, are you willing to change? 
how you look at something or how you feel about something, or how you think about something or how you do something. Um, so, so yeah. So I'm ready for a story time. I, oh. I like to think of you and Terry. I'm not, I like to, I, you know, I consider Terry your success story, right? Okay. Um, just because it's of the way that it follows, right? It was, it was your bravery. And I mean, not that Terry didn't have a whole lot of stuff, but it was your bravery that I led. I would love to hear another success story. What is, what is, um, what is something that when I say a success story comes to mind about either a client or a family that through your coaching and experience that you're like, oh my God, this is why I do it. Yeah. Song. This is how I do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, one of my favorite clients, uh, she, when she came to us, she was very eager and that's like one of the best clients, right? That they're just eager. They're wanting it. They're, they're eating it up. Right. Uh, they're, they're listening and they're actually implementing what you're teaching them. Uh, and she, uh, when she came to us, she was, she was very anxious all the time. She was very scared about, you know, multiple things happening. She was, um, always, uh, concerned about her kids and, uh, you know, every little movement and how that would affect them. Um, just over analyzing over feeling everything. And, uh, she was paralyzed. And when we started coaching, we started, you know, walking through these upcoming choices of hers and just breaking it down and attacking each fear one by one. And now she's, oh my gosh, she's so open, so alive, so um, wanting to take risks and do new things and try new things and explore new things. And she's taking her kids with her in this journey. Instead of being overprotective and worried all the time, she's saying, hey, let's go on this journey together. Let's learn these new things together. And it's just, it's really um, energizing to talk with her, to be around her. Her energy is just up and, and on fire. And I love talking to her. And um, we're not working together right now, but uh, she still sends me things all the time. Hey, look at this, or I uh, look at what I did. And, um, you know, so I know, I know we're going to keep that connection going. And, uh, anytime she feels the need that she wants a little bit extra help, um, you know, we're right there for her. All right. One last question for you. Ready? Okay. Hey, fearless generations. Yeah. Do you see it continuing down to one of your kids doing this, this type of work or, you know, where they're going to take it. So I'll give you an example. I do, I, you know, I do my readings, I do my intuitive coachings and, you know, my kids thought I was a little bit cuckoo bananas, which is, which is fine. That's what they're supposed to do. And at the tender age of 31, one is a um, MFT, right? A therapist. And the other one works in diversity, equity, and inclusion, which I can see to do two different parts of me. So do you see it either going straight across fearless generations, or do you see one of your kids 
splitting off and branching off one of the things that you're doing right now? I really don't know if my, if my girl, I don't see my son doing it. I can tell you that. Um, and I, I don't see, I don't see my girls necessarily at this point, um, it being something that, uh, that they would do, but, um, you never know, you never know. I mean, I still have little kids and they haven't really developed their personalities all the way yet. So maybe my 12 year old will get into it. Who knows? She's, uh, she, she's a lot like me, um, but I definitely think that they will do something that is service, uh, around service and around inclusion and around um, being, uh, being someone who advocates uh, for others. So in, in that sense, um, I can see that they would be doing something similar. That makes sense to me. That is a total extension of who you are and what you do. Because, you know, we didn't even talk about you and Terry have a nonprofit. Yeah. So, right. So, of course, that's an extension. It's fantastic. Which we will talk about when you and Terry are, are on board together. Okay. Sound good? I would love to. Great. Thank you, Kelly, for joining us for our episode of Mind Power Meets Mystic. Happy Mother's Day to you and all of the other mothers out there. We had a great time talking to you. And for details on how to reach you, we will put them in our show notes. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Mystic.